This is Amber. And this is Shannon. And you're listening to Twin Beats, the Chicken Fanatics podcast. It's fucking great. Everybody, welcome to episode 18 of the Twin, Twin Beaks, Beaks Chicken, Chicken Podcast. Podcast. And today we are going to talk about toys. Toys, toys, toys. All sorts of things to do with toys. Um, chicken toys, because we like our chickens to have fun, and we also like them to be healthy and happy. And having toys for your chickens, especially for you folks that live where there's a lot of snow, can do a lot to help your chickens so we're going to be talking about that but first we're going to go through the usual program of the show and start with our flock update so let's talk about the flock update our flock update is kind of well it's actually for me it's devastatingly sad because i um i think i mentioned last week that my chicken was sick and my housemates were taking care of her while I was gone. They said she was getting better and I thought, okay, well, that's good. It can wait till I get back. And when I got back, um, she, um, when I got there, wasn't doing great at all. And in fact, um, they said that she was better than she had been before. So I didn't really realize just how sick she they is. basically were under-reporting the severity of her illness. Which is easy to understand because um, birds are very hard to tell when they're sick. They hide it. and um, They're so adept at it. Most people see a sick bird and they may not recognize just how dire it is, but they took really, really good care of her. They They constantly offered her water and food, but... Essentially, I got back, and um, it was Sunday, so I nursed her all day, um, did everything I could to, to give her, you know, vitamins. I had to hand feed and force feed at a certain point. Force feeding mean put the food in the mouth and start help her swallow. I didn't, you know, force it down or anything. Just to keep her going, she was pretty um, mostly sleeping all day long. She couldn't stand she seemed to have a fever sometimes. Occasionally she would get better and stand up and try to move around. And um, basically Monday night she um, she passed away. She had a long seizure at 4 a.m. and um, passed away. And it was extremely sad because that day she, she actually seemed to be getting a little bit better. She had, I forgot to mention at first, that her neck was kind of... Uh, arched back which is um this thing called stargazer uh, syndrome a lot which is a thiamine and sometimes vitamin e deficiency so i started giving her supplements for that and it seemed to be getting a little better so i was extremely hopeful and then she just went so it was devastating it's so sad yeah yeah well um you know we we try and the thing is that, yeah, they they don't always live. Um, 
we've been pretty lucky with the flock in that we didn't lose a single chick Mm -mm. and we didn't lose any of them i mean frequently when i buy birds um it's not unusual to use one or two in the pullet stage because you know something just develops wrong Mm -hmm. or whatever it's it's hard to say when they just fall over but um yeah so this is the first loss out of that whole buy from i don't know remember over a year ago whenever we started the show yeah and um it came on very very suddenly there wasn't a lot of time to react and figure out what was wrong but um i did the rest of the flock is doing fine i've been monitoring them and they appear to have no problems whatsoever um so we're not sure exactly what happened to her so i took her to uc davis to have a necropsy done and they're going to give us a preliminary report in the next few days and then a final report within a few weeks and it'll tell me um, the cause of death and I'll be able to get a little bit of a better understanding of what happened and hopefully I'll be able to share um, the details to other people who when we find out find their chicken has the same symptoms which were kind of weird they didn't quite fit into any of the categories exactly of some of the diseases and um, maybe if I had been able to diagnose exactly what was wrong sooner um i might have been able to save her but hopefully it can help other chickens and if we see any symptoms in the flock maybe i'll be able to help them faster so okay yeah and they were very kind and sweet it wasn't um i was a little terrified to go there i thought it was going to be really really clinical unsympathetic like uh not understanding that this chicken was like my little friend i was bringing in and this there's the sweetest most kind women who, you know, gently took her and, and were so sympathetic and, you know, they were saying things like, I'm sorry for your loss. And they totally understood. So did you uh, get any names? No, I didn't. No, uh, and where, where did you take the chicken? Uh, UC Davis, this specimen drop off, um, their veterinary, <laughs> veterinary specimen drop off. Yeah. Huh? Whoever you people are, you're yeah, very kind. You're very kind and very sympathetic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the interest of public knowledge, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Okay. How much did it cost to take the chicken to Davis? It cost $20. Oh, so you did pay. And okay. what it what you would normally do if you don't have a facility near you is um, you can put the um, body in the refrigerator, and then you when you're ready to ship it, freezer probably no you don't freeze it oh okay it interferes with the um it would damage things now yeah it it. makes it hard for them to yeah so they say don't freeze it so if you want to find out what happened in a in a death and find the cause of death um you refrigerate the body and then you put it in a plastic bag and then um put ice packs around it Uh, and put it in another plastic bag mm -hmm. and then ship it in a box um overnight and that can be quite expensive that's why yeah so i drove i drove there because that would have cost about 40 dollars. and i'm sure that if somebody looks in their local area they'll find somebody that does something similar including oh gosh the local department of agriculture i want to say because they haven't and i think that there's government programs that do that for free actually yes because they just 
they want to control disease outbreak so they exactly. encourage people right. to do that right yeah but i don't think it's a disease because the rest of your birds are fine They're so fine. it could be yeah but i doubt it and it it's weird because it has a lot of the symptoms of a vitamin deficiency but it is kind of strange that she was the only one who showed symptoms and they came on very suddenly so i kind of suspect poisoning yeah, might be the culprit sound like a vitamin deficiency mm, well some extreme things can happen like uh well plus we're feeding like you know store-bought well that's another thing balanced food and you're augmenting their diet with all kinds of veggies and yeah i just i don't i, think I don't so. i don't think so but i did learn something very valuable in researching that and that's that even though all these chicken food um, products a lot of them say complete nutrition for chickens <laughs> it's not really true and if you're feeding them just the pellets or just the scratch it's not really adequate for them and uh you know i thought you know they at least have enough vitamins but a lot of the things i read said for them to really be healthy and not have to worry about their compromised immune system or vitamin deficiencies and such you really need to um add add fresh vegetables and a lot of variety to the diet the the chicken scratch and the stuff you get in the bag isn't really good enough even though it's a little misleading because it does say complete diet you know yeah so okay so what what did you call that thing with the neck again uh stargazer syndrome okay so just for the sake of clarity just in case people might have misunderstood what you meant um like stargazer syndrome is an actual discrete disease that yes. displays that neck tendency not all displays of that neck tendency are stargazer exactly. yeah. syndrome it displays so in just, a lot of other um, diseases and right. poisonings and different things essentially the chicken's um, neck muscles will become paralyzed on one side and they it, it'll look just like it sounds they're they look like they're gazing up at the sky and because mm -hmm. of that, they can't um, balance and they can't find their food. So right. if one of your chickens is doing this, they can make it through it with the nutritional supplements and they can get better sometimes. Um, but they often won't survive on their own because they can't yeah. find their food and water. And it, some yeah. some say this is a nutritional deficiency. Other people say it's genetic. Other people say it's something that... Uh, chicken can be prone to, but it will start to show up if their immune system is compromised or they're under stress or things like that. And it's it's actually more common in chicks than adults, but it can happen at any time. And that was the closest um, thing that matched the symptoms she's having, but um, I'm yeah. still just not Doubtful. sure what happened. And I want to make sure it doesn't happen again. If she got poisoned, sure, I want to find sure. out what it was and go get rid of it. And I really miss her. She was my favorite hen, and she was so sweet and so nice. And yeah, I'm glad I got to be with her. Was a very nice bird. Yeah, and I got to be with her when she passed away and hold her and stuff. That's good stuff. But it, it yeah. was sad. Oh, sad. Well, you know, when you want to have animals, you know, life is what life is, and it can't always be happy, right? Mm -hmm. you know so we try our best sometimes you've got the downsides yeah that you know and that's 
you got to take that in one hand and all of those moments of a chick popping out of its egg in your hand yeah. and that kind all of stuff. All the wonderful moments in of the other, bonding yeah. with them. and When and all your chickens come tearing towards you the minute they see you like they're yeah. a bunch of dogs or your fan club or something yeah. like that. It's, <laughs> it's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. And they yeah. have distinct personalities too. That's, that's why this one really gets to me because she uh-huh. really had a personality that... I just, I enjoyed her so much, and she was just so much fun, you so see, much fun. When I lived out on the mountains, you know, and uh, for a while there, I was like really al- alone, you mm-hmm. know, and I had all these chickens, 30 <laughs> freaking, you know, so the, I'd, I'd walk out of the house, and wherever they were in my yard, that was probably like an acre and a half, two uh-huh. acres fenced, uh, they'd all come tearing towards me, you know, and I just... Oh man, I have all the chicks, you know. <laughs> it just felt so good to have just this giant fan club of of all all my girls running yeah. towards me. Ah! I know. know. I now that I've been away from my chickens when I go home Feel and like I the Beatles. I walk out onto the back porch and <clears throat> they all see me and they all just come running and they uh-huh. they look so cute when they run. They are very comical. So cute. And uh, you just feel really special because they don't do that for everyone. They they do that because they true. they like you. They know oh. you're the person. Yeah, gives them the good yeah, stuff like and you. loves them. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> they like me. <laughs> oh, okay, me well good. let's let's call it good for the chicken update yeah, and yeah. Uh, take a look in the cabinet of curiosities. There are some. <laughs> there's some funky stuff in the closet cabinet um, yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, well, people love their chickens, and it's not hard to see why when, yeah. when they're, you know, your own private fan club. And uh, sometimes you've got to give a little love back, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> okay, so what's inside the cabinet of curiosities? Well, let's see. The uh, Center for Disease Control has, I'm sure a lot of people have heard, they say, don't kiss your chickens. Don't or hug your chickens. Don't hug your chickens. Yes. Uh, and the, all this. The and CDC that. last month <laughs> went on a crusade against salmonella, mm-hmm. and if I'm, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but salmonella, yeah, and uh, said, you know, you're getting it from hugging on your chicken. Stop mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And there were just, gosh, you know. So we look through the news every week, and um, there's just tons and tons of oh my god don't hug your chickens mm-hmm, articles out there mm-hmm. yeah there's a big freak out about um salmonella and chickens and uh so i guess there's been a a big outbreak um there's uh i guess 790 salmonella cases reported and in 409 of those cases, um, people <laughs> admitted to cuddling or at least touching their chickens without, you know, washing their hands and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's uh, over half <laughs> of the people who had salmonella. Now, that doesn't mean they got it from their chickens, but um, yeah, it's interesting to me because... I have I kissed wonder. the heck out of my chickens for years, 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 years. Never wash my hands. Never, never even really yeah. think about it. I, God, I no. slobber all over my chickens, you know, basically. I know that sounds weird, but I love my chickens. Um, and Yeah, and I've always been just like a total barbarian. I mean, yeah. wash your 
cramped hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, but it's true. Yeah. That's just how I am. And, and, you know, not that that proves anything other yeah. than I got lucky, but, you know, or just didn't get unlucky might yeah. be I don't know it's just how many freaking hundreds of millions of chickens are there in the United Tons, States in people's bajillions. backyards and then we've got 409 cases where people admitted Man. to the correlation you know, of having touched their own chicken actually those numbers seem like inso inconsequential and then so a certain percentage of those that's going to be phosphorus excuse me, that's going to be false causality, which, you know, uh, what I was going to say is I wonder how many of those people ate bread before mm -hmm. they got salmonella mm -hmm. or um, I don't know. We don't know what they did um, as well as in addition touched, to touching touched, chickens. Touched a fence post mm -hmm. or see. So just because something happened doesn't... It doesn't create a relationship right. to it. Which, I mean, I'm sure some of these people did get it from their chickens. Yeah. But... My gosh. So it, we're talking about hard. less than 400 cases mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a year yeah. out of all of the people that have chickens. It's, that's hardly anything. And um, yeah, it is a little telling that people, you know, half of them had petted or hugged their chickens within the prior week to getting salmonella. But right. it, it doesn't, it's not the full story. Well, but think about it. So the other half got it some other way, mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. by eating poultry products from the freaking poultry industry because just because they have backyard chickens doesn't mean they make all their own chicken meat and eggs mm -hmm. so if it's i mean isn't it the case that out of the people that touched chickens mm -hmm. and got it there's a significant behavior overlap between the two groups interesting so in other yeah. words out of the 409 people that copped to cuddling how many of them actually got it the same way the other half of the people. Yeah, it could indicate know? if if all those people got it from hugging their chickens, which I doubt it could indicate that you're just, and that all the other people got it from um, in industry poultry products. It could indicate you're just as likely to mm -hmm. get it from, yeah. it depends, you know, with studies, you really have to look at the numbers and, and really critique where they're getting their numbers, you know, and such. But I think it's what's funny about this article is CDC comes out with don't hug your chickens <laughs> and America pretty much goes, uh, yeah, no we'll, way we're going to do that anyway. Yeah. The funny the funny thing that the um, CDC warns pet chicken owners or our backyard chicken owners, they say, do not snuggle or kiss the birds. That's what pets are for. <laughs> so you so they don't to, get it. They're like chickens are not pets. You've got it. They are pets. Obviously, for kissing and petting and hugging their pets. Right. It's strange to me, you know. But they think you should not have those as pets. You can have a opinion. dog out in the backyard that, mm -hmm. like, stays tied to something. Well, you can get all kinds lies. of nasty stuff from your dog, too, you know. <laughs> but they're not telling you to not hug your dog. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and, well, um, you know, your, your daughter was on the show I last week. 
and mm-hmm. uh, she's uh, studying animal sciences at UC Davis. And she mentioned that there's a kit you can buy online for only thirty dollars, and it tests your soil for salmonella because right. it's not just on the chickens; it's in your mm-hmm. soil. It's everywhere. So if you have it, that's right. Uh, you just need to know that you have it and take precautions. And it'll, uh, why not? Thirty dollars is worth that. If you're you know? worried that you might be one in less than 400 of the cases mm-hmm. next year well what i would hate to see happen is for the you know people to get all crazy about this and go oh people can't be having backyard chickens it's a breeding ground for salmonella it's dangerous this must be stopped you know it seems to me um, that's what the cdc is doing it seems like they're trying so i think for the sake of um not letting them do that because it seems like an exaggeration somewhat just mm-hmm avoid having sure. salmonella outbreaks and be you know be careful with the chickens you can always hug your chickens and wash your hands afterwards it's um kind of a good idea actually yeah. they tromp yeah. around and all kinds of um, yeah it's interesting best things. practice it's just it's funny to me yeah Anyhow, i just never have <laughs> what uh what else is going on so yeah ne- next uh we have this like famous rapper lady azalea banks and she uh-huh. came out on this video that everybody's hopping up and down about um saying she um practices brujeria which is a mexican form of witchcraft and she's has posted a video of herself cleaning out this closet in an apartment and it's covered in like a year's worth of chicken I think she sacrifice said three years. stuff yeah it's really creepy and um interesting it looks like a slaughterhouse that people just didn't bother cleaning Mm -hmm. except it's a closet yeah yeah it's very 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 strange strange. and i wondered very curious why on earth um i don't know someone would advertise that i mean because i guess if you're gonna practice for one thing she's a musician celebrity so i mean gotta stay edgy but yeah maybe it's just to be edgy or shocking and also you know maybe that's her her legitimate spiritual belief and she just doesn't want to have to um you know hide that or whatnot and but it was funny because you know it's a closet and there's no other ritual you know yeah there's nothing in it it's just it just looks like someone was uh slaughtering chickens in there so it was very perplexing and weird <laughs> yeah very but, strange yeah i don't know everybody's going nuts about it so yeah what's interesting to me yeah. about it is that um oh my gosh could you imagine if uh, i don't know um mc hammer came out in the 90s <laughs> ll cool j uh i'm just trying madonna to- well, yeah, right. And Some just celebrity. by the way, here's a video of the closet where I've been killing chickens regularly for witchcraft for and it, years. And it looks like a dump. Honestly, it's it's like like gnarly. It's gnarly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, could you just could you imagine? I mean, you think <laughs> people are freaking out now. Can you imagine in the Ronald Reagan era what that would have looked like? Yeah, they I might mean, have been carted off in a straitjacket or something. That was back when everybody was scared that D&D was satanic. Right, right. So, <laughs> you know, um, 
so it's interesting to me that apparently, you know, she can do this and the big social consequence is people are like, ew, gross, you're kind of weird. Yeah, and then, the, of course, the um, PETA, they're, they're up in arms about it and, you know, <laughs> talking about the animal cruelty and, and this and that. And Well, everybody comes out and says exactly what you'd expect yeah, them to, right? You know, it is very sad to me that chickens are one of the animals that there are no cruelty laws about or few few yeah there's few like you can kind of certainly compared to a say a dog yeah yeah it's kind of sad it's very sad to me so well i mean cut your dog's head off in the backyard and eat it and see what happens mm -hmm. (laughs) you'll end up in jail yeah um it's pretty crazy pretty crazy so yeah um we're going to do an episode, I think, about animal sacrifice because it's... Chickens are basically... It's kind of a thing with chickens. Chickens, pigs, and goats, but I think like chickens yeah. are the most common. And there's yeah. another story going mm. on right now that I haven't talked about that mm. has to do with a particular Jewish ritual right. where they do things to chickens right. that everybody's not excited. There's a lot of different... Yeah, chickens are participants in these rituals that, uh, you know... Now, I'm going to take the position on the episode that there's nothing wrong with animal sacrifice. I think... Inherently. And that, in fact, in certain contexts, it's the best way to do things. Mm, That'll be interesting. I think I'm more of the stance where I feel like if it's done kindly and properly and the animal's treated well, it's okay, but I I also think it's somewhat unnecessary a lot Mm. of times. So... Well, <laughs> it depends on what your beliefs are, though. It's uh, how strict. Well, I'll just say that, you know, from a religious studies perspective, the use of the word necessary is very interesting. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But cause... anyway, we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll have to talk about animal sacrifice on an episode coming soon i'd like to challenge you folks that are cringing in horror right now at the idea to give it a listen because i think you might be surprised at um some of the things that will be said yeah it'll might, be interesting might change your mind we we thought that we should explore the subject even though it's kind of um you know, it might be disturbing to some people. I, I personally am, I like am somewhat disturbed by it. Um, but it's definitely worth talking about. It's something that happens. It's something that's a big part of um, certain people's beliefs and their relationship with their deities. And um, and it's really all over the media anyway. So, so it's, a, it's an interesting topic. And um, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Right. So, do we have anything else in the no. cabinet, Amber? No, Alrighty. more for today. You got to close your cabinet. The cabinet and, is closing. And uh, today we're going to talk about chicken toys. Wee! Because, toys. oh my gosh, that sounds like a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, there's two types of chicken toys. There's the um, feed kind. <laughs> And there's the activity kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, so we're going to go through different examples of both. Mm -hmm. um, why don't we start? Okay, so there was that article. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we should mention where it came from, but it's a, uh, no, let's not. It's a well-established uh, chicken blogging person, and she wrote an article that said basically that she thought chicken swings were stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing, so don't anybody mis you know, I'm not misquoting her. I'm just paraphrasing my understanding. I think she was pretty clear that she thought mm -hmm. it was a dumb idea. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought that was strange because it's like, well, first of all, what's the downside? Mm -hmm. I mean, who the heck cares if you put a swing in your chicken coop and they don't like it? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, and also, toys are good for animals. Yeah, they really are. They prevent a lot of kind of neurotic behavior. But the the point is, I guess, that where I was going by bringing up that article is that there are quite there are a number of people that would just like, why would that's just some weird hippie stuff? Yeah, why or, would you do that? Or they might think it's more for the the owner of right. the chickens to. They're, that's they're like yuppie weird. stuff. Yeah, like why, <clears throat> why would you do that? And to entertain yourself. <laughs> far from it, actually. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I, they use chicken toys in industrial settings, I believe. Do they? I think I've seen some of it, some oh, of that. Yeah. Wow. It's very Spartan. I mean, mm -hmm. like, here's a thing to climb on. Yeah. You know, but that's something. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that. They they recognize that there's a purpose for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Why don't you tell us about some of the reasons why you'd want chicken toys? What how how it helps the birds? Okay. Um. Well, they just when they're all cooped up. Typically, when they're stuck inside during the cold months or for some reason they need to be in this is especially a problem where they're bored they need to be doing something they need to have new experiences and different stimuli to be mentally healthy essentially and um, if they don't have that then they're gonna start exploring and getting reactions out of whatever is in their environment and unfortunately that usually involves um, the other chickens and their eggs. They'll start pecking at each other. They'll start fighting with each other. Uh, they'll start eating their own eggs. And, um, you know, it's just they need, they need something to keep them busy. So this is really good for your chickens. And um, they enjoy the toys quite a lot. Well, they're just more apt to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. They go out mm -hmm. looking for... It's really, not, you know, I was just kind of snickering to myself as you said that. It's like, so like a classroom full of second graders. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you keep them bored, they'll start propelling each yeah. other's hair, stealing <laughs> each other's lunch, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I think I've I think I've read too that they start to demonstrate a little bit more of depressive behavior. They might start sitting around and once that happens to an animal, usually it suppresses their immune system and... That has a whole host of problems related to that, so mm -hmm. it's very good to keep them entertained. Yeah, yeah. So there's other reasons, too. Mm -hmm. um, one reason is that toys will um, keep your chickens from overeating. Oh, yeah. Because one, <laughs> one way animals, humans included, um, deal with boredom is mm -hmm. by stuff in their faces mm -hmm. and i've 
I've had birds. I had this mm-hmm. turkey. My God, as soon as it could reach the feeder, all it did from con- wake up to go to bed was just sit there and peck relentlessly at oh the boy. food. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think toys would have helped in that case. That was. You know what might but, have helped is I read that. Um, well, if I'll you, tell you what eventually helped. <laughs> well, if you do, if you don't do anything else at all for the enrichment or entertainment of your chickens, you can switch to a crumble instead of a pellet because that at least keeps them more active and right. it takes them more time to um, to eat the food. You could hide sure. little tidbits in there too for them to sure, pick at. Sure. So that's not much, but it does keep them a little more busy. Right, so toys will keep your birds from ju- give your birds something to do, but just gorge themselves on food, mm-hmm. and that's that's an important uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, what are chicken toys? Well, a lot of them involve eating because chickens aren't <laughs> like um, cats. You know, they don't particularly love to chase things around. They don't like to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they do a little bit, but mostly chickens. They love food. That's true. So if you, they have specific toys for chickens nowadays. It's so amazing. I looked up a bunch of them. There's a lot of different ones, little cages you can put your table scraps in that you can hang so that they can jump up and peck it out. It's got little bells so that when they peck, it will make a noise. And um, they have little rolling balls that you can hide food in. You can make your own out of a old water bottle and just poke some holes in it fill it with grains and the grains will kind of sprinkle out as they move it around and that's yeah. kind of fun for them there's a lot of dog and cat toys that you can repurpose as chicken toys right and there's just a lot of things you can do that are really cheap or free for your chickens mm-hmm. so you could you could hang some lettuce on a close closing line like mm-hmm. little little close pins and make them jump up and get it you can right you can skewer a cabbage on a bungee cord and watch them you know go at it watch it bounce around and stuff and build an elaborate obstacle course uh-huh. with the cabbage in the middle of it yeah yeah and uh the cool thing about the obstacle course that you were just talking about is that it increases the um you know surface area essentially of the coop so now you have a square footage that's much higher. You mean if there's if if the thing you build has stories. Well, or even if it has like different planks going back and forth, like mm. up and down, even that can add oh, to I the see. available space for your chickens right. so they're like not quite as as crowded as yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of cool. So yeah, in other words, a a uh, structure toy can be a way to expand the the surface area, mm-hmm. the floor space of your coop. Yeah, you certainly could put different levels in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the the top top chickens will all compete over who gets to go to the the highest point because that's status for them. They so love it. Chicken toys are a good idea for people who have a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because snow covers up the ground. Mm-hmm. It's white. We like to play in it. But it gets boring fast if you're, you know, in a cage yeah. with snow. So yeah. toys are good for that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would say, you know, the thing when you're thinking about toys is to sort of expand your mind and think like a chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, for example, a uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. is a chicken toy because they like to shred it mm-hmm. up like crazy. They totally do. Um, 
and let's see um a a flake of straw that you sprinkle uh chicken food into mm-hmm. or sunflower seeds mm-hmm. is a is a meal chicken worms. toy be, or mealworms mm-hmm. right because then they have to tear through all of that to yeah. get and they have they, to hunt it's they, not just going to a dish they have to hunt and search and you know it seems to me they enjoy doing it mm-hmm. i think they do it's part of their nature yeah. It's the nature of a chicken, and anytime you can they provide, they get all excited. Yeah, an experience for them to enact that. I think that makes them feel fulfilled in their chickenness. Fulfilled in their chickenness. <laughs> I am fulfilled in my chickenness. My, your chicken nature oh. has been fully accomplished. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what else can we hmm. say about chicken toys? Um, well, okay, I'm going to say one thing really quick is that a lot of this stuff involves hanging things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Be careful about what you hang things with. Um, I've had chickens uh, get a piece of string all wrapped around their toes, mm-hmm. and they can walk around with that on their foot, and you can't see that it's slowly cutting their toes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, try to use cordage that you can't do that with. Yeah, Should bungee cords are pretty sweet for that. Bungee cords, something like that. Yeah. Or just, you know, keep in mind, hey, where's the string? Yeah, and I, I would <laughs> make sure the string doesn't get on the ground because it looks like a worm, you know, and sometimes they might want to eat that, and that can really cause a lot of problems when they ingest yeah. a string like that. Yeah, you don't want that. No. So. Um, I saw this... A uh, funny comment on the internet about this. She's this woman. She said, "What was it? A uh, I hung a zucchini <laughs> in the corner of my chicken coop, and so far the hens are all crowded into a corner, afraid of it." Oh, yeah. I would say like any toy that you put in there, you know, give them some time to get used to it. But if they don't like it, it's all about the chickens to take it away. There's nothing that says they have to like a zucchini on a string, you know, yeah. there, there's plenty of other things. And, you know, I would say just get rid of it if they don't I'll like just, it. I mean, <laughs> remember the chicks, uh-huh. uh, when, even when they oh, were really yeah. tiny, what was it? Little bits of straw. Well, I would something? toss like mint leaves in there Mint leaves, and then one of them would get it and they would, you know, they'd run around. One would get it. They'd all chase that one around and try to take it like away. Crazy. Someone else would get it. It was like like a, a sport that I can't remember yeah. the name of, but it was <laughs> so funny to watch. It yeah. was so cute. Yeah, yeah. But they would do that with anything, like the little mm-hmm. shreds of newspaper, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And I've seen the adult chickens do that too. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun to watch. I've heard that they like radio in their oh, coops oh yeah I, didn't we see something that someone which was means they'd like television music, right you should put a large screen tv in your chicken coop <laughs> hd so they don't HD. get bored <laughs> yeah they might like that yeah i wonder especially the nature channel as long as there's no like bobcats coyotes or something. mirrors mirrors are a mm-hmm. popular one make sure that they are secured as heck to mm-hmm. baby mirrors are great Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Baby mirrors. Children's um, toys in general are great because they usually have large parts you can't swallow. They're non-toxic, um, cheaper than parrot toys and stuff like that. One lady I heard from said that um, she took a dog igloo uh-huh. and cut it in half 
front to back mm-hmm. um, and left both halves out in the uh, yard and the, the chickens wouldn't come, were, didn't like it uh-huh. until she drilled a bunch of holes in it so they could see out of it. <laughs> and once she did that, they all loved hiding in there and like looking out, peering pe- out, peeking out into the oh, yard. Oh, that's so cute. Like a little, like a little kid with a fort, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And another one said, before you throw out your Christmas tree, let your chickens play with it. And they had a picture sure. of the Christmas tree on the ground and the chickens were all inside it, looking out and yeah. playing Birds. with it. Yeah. It was super cute. Especially the the heavier species, mm-hmm. you know, like quail, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They love hanging out in bushes. Little hidey zones. It, that, that's their happy place. Aw, that's so cute. Tearing a bunch of tunnels into little bushes so that, because, you know, that's how they get away from stuff. They mm-hmm. can see out. You can't see in, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I uh, Let's see. What else was there? Someone suggested... Um, hanging prisms or old cds because mm-hmm. they cast these kind of rainbow things yep. that they make it kind of interesting for the chickens no that's true the the chicken no that's true the chickens will uh follow the little rainbows around mm-hmm. like a laser pointer i've seen that they they do what? like to um I've, I've had a chicken who'd like to chase a laser chickens pointer love to chase things maybe that i was... don't know about a laser pointer but Generally speaking, oh, my chicken liked to chase a yeah. laser pointer. Yeah. My God, have you ever seen a lizard get into a chicken coop? What happens? Mm. They love chasing stuff. Or crickets. Right. If you get crickets from the pet store, that could be a lot of fun. Right. I feel bad for the crickets, but hey, it's actually really life. fun because they try they try to hide, and, and the chickens try to catch them. And yep. Um, yeah. One popular theme in chicken toys is uh, freezing foods oh yeah yeah put Mm -hmm. uh you know throw a bunch of different vegetables scraps whatever you feed them anyway into a jello mold and fill it up with water (laughs) corn kernels yeah i yeah i heard someone freezing canned corn because they can see the food but they can't Mm -hmm. get it so they sit there and they peck at it and play with it and it's ice so they like that and the summer summer exactly yep yeah, so that's a fun one too. Um, gosh, you know, it's really just a question of what are your, I mean, just stumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a uh, chopping block actually that I just kept in the chicken run. And when I wanted to use it, uh, I'd just come out there in the morning, remove the bird from the that I wanted from the coop, take care of business, and then, you know, nobody saw anything, right? Mm-hmm. But so anyway, I had the chopping block in the yard mm-hmm. and that was my chickens. It was kind of grizzly, but that was their favorite toy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They loved being on top of the executioner's block. That was like, oh, yeah. Did they ever find any morsels under it that they were excited about when you moved it? When I moved it? Yeah, like bugs. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I did read something. That's a good way to entertain your chickens is keep some large logs around mm-hmm. your yard and then just occasionally flip them over yeah and then there's all kinds of bugs yeah. and the chickens can chase no them i out. used to do that with my birds i'd go around <laughs> and um yeah in fact my chickens were always following me around the yard because mm-hmm. they learned that i did yard work they love termites yard work mm. means you know scraping back 
exposing the soil, bugs running mm -hmm. around, flies, all sorts of exciting stuff. So they mm -hmm. would follow me around, and yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd flip something over for them, <laughs> and they, I was king god rooster, you and know. They loved it. Yeah. Huh? Aww. Look at this guy. He's going to move that whole thing. He's got magic and powers. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to eat that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of fun you can do with yeah. that. And anyway, where I was going with that is, you know, you just kind of have to be inventive and try things. Um, your chickens might get a hold of something in your yard and, you know, like you'll discover that they love running around and playing with it. And then, you know, try tying it up a little bit or jamming food into it or, you know, different things. And they'll be entertained. Um, yeah, you won't get egg pecking. The cool thing about this whole toy thing is that it's a preventative for a lot of problems that once they start, they're a real pain in the butt to deal with. Like once your chickens start tearing open eggs and they figure out that they can eat that too, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. They don't like to stop. Yeah. They really In get excited fact, about it. In fact, usually most people just recommend that you, you know, stop them. Mm, it's, yeah, so it's better take they don't them, start. Take them out of the gene pool. But before they teach their friends is mm -hmm. usually what they say to do with those yeah. birds mm -hmm. because it's hard to get them to stop. So, yeah, I mean, if you can throw some logs and mm -hmm. just what it or if you grow squash, there's usually too much you want to sure. get rid of it. Yeah. They love it. They have a hard time, you know, sticking their head in there and pecking out all the good stuff. And then there's seeds. And I read another lady who said that, um, yeah, you know, and it's kind of funny because a lot of these toys for chickens are actually games for humans to play with chickens, you know, like, so my chicken toy, this, this person says is to get like an old pumpkin or squash and drop it from up high <laughs> down into the yard so that it blows up on impact and throws mm -hmm. all the seeds and stuff chunks of it everywhere and then the chickens go nuts running around the yard oh trying God, to find wow. it all and snap it all up and oh, it's like yeah. you're doing that because you think it's fun not because you think the chickens think it's fun yeah that's okay though lady that's pretty cool uh chicken swings we never really got into that so okay. chicken swings um apparently chickens love swings mm -hmm. but they have to be trained to them you yeah. have to start them young they I've, yeah, read. I've never had mine do it <laughs> have you put out chicken swings no oh. i never have tried chicken swings mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i'm trying to think about some of the stuff that the chickens because my yard just had all kinds of like the garage and just mm -hmm. all kinds of things to play with that yeah. the chickens yeah they really liked dead bushes yeah. Seriously, like brush piles. They like to hop from branch, like they like to be on top of it. They like mm -hmm. to get under it. Mm -hmm. It's like a little jungle gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, nothing else is coming to mind. Have we exhausted our chicken toy ideas? Things. Uh, one of one of the good thing is um, dust baths. Oh gosh, of course we completely forgot yeah. dust baths. Yeah, and you can vary their dust bath experience. So you could have it at little different places. You could do bubbles. sand. Yes, the bubble, a luxurious chicken bubble, bubble dust bath. bath. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so they they really like that, and that um, can help with the bugs.
drugs and things like that. Oh, there is one other thing too. It's so, so simple. If you have a really delicious treat that's like chunk form, Mm -hmm. go out in your yard and get their attention and start throwing it, you know, just like you would with a dog, except they're not going to bring it back. But you can get them to run back and forth once they figure out what it is. Oh, sure. And a lot of exercise. So Yeah, sure, sure. It's very, very simple. So with the dust bath, um, a lot of folks just get a tire oh yeah fill it with dirt honestly that seems like really the best it's a perfect size perfect depth and Mm -hmm. um, it's something useless that you know you can reuse and you know you can try different dust bath things periodically switch it up for them if you want yeah but yeah yeah, birds like the dust baths and it is healthy for them gives them something to do yeah Mm mm-hmm so lots of entertaining things for your chickens to keep them healthy, keep them mentally quick, keep them away from all these bad habits that evolve out of boredom. Yeah. You got any uh, other toy ideas there? Well. Did, have we forgotten anything? Let's, golly. I think let's hit them all. that. Oh, one more thing uh, I've mentioned before. But you can give your chickens musical toys. A lot of oh, gosh. baby how, toys, how baby am I forgetting pianos, that? xylophones, all they like it. You they gotta like love it. that the kids xylophone. There's that one video um, with the kids, like it's that Fisher Price xylophone uh-huh. that everybody had. Yeah, and um, they have it like screwed to the wall of the chicken coop, <laughs> and the chickens are just pounding on that it's thing. So cute. Uh huh. They really like it. And, um, and that reminds me of the thing that you were going to say about color. Yeah. Yeah. That I learned that chickens can see more of a range of color than humans can. So mm-hmm. the more colorful, the better with them. They really enjoy it. So how do you know? How do I know what? Well, I mean, if they have a higher range of color than you do, how do you know that you're picking guess. something? That... I was going to mention that too. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to try yeah. with our pathetic eyesight. We can't be as good as the chickens in that Take way. Take your chicken uh, toy shopping Yeah, to Toys R Us. You know, we might get there someday where you're allowed to take chickens in the store. Who knows? Now I see more and more dogs and cats on the public transportation, in the grocery store, in the office, everywhere. So there's, I think uh, chickens are quickly gaining pet status. There's a product line. What's that? <laughs> uh, like toys that appeal to your pet's senses that are beyond your capacity to oh, appreciate. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they would do that. There must be a way to. Here's a rainbow of colors <laughs> that your chicken can see them, but you can't. Oh, man. Here's something that your dog can smell or hear, uh-huh. but you can't. Trust <laughs> us. That'll be $30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. No. Hmm. Um, I'm a Ferengi at heart. Let's wash out. <laughs> and that's a very nerdy thing a to say. Ferengi? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's Shannon. The, that's the only thing I know. Oh, of. my God, Shannon. <laughs> that's the only thing I know about Star Trek. You didn't just Star say Trek. that you're <laughs> Ferengi at heart. Yes, I did. <laughs> that's yes, cool. I did. From my black, coal-like little heart. Oh. No, that's that totally makes me sound that. like a Star Trek geek, but that's the only thing I know about <laughs> Star Trek is how Ferengis act. I totally act. remember the Ferengis. Well, they were... They were pretty funny yeah they were pretty weird (laughs) 
I came from a family of Trekkies, but I'm oh my gosh. not a Trekkie. The li- um, so I guess we're out of toy ideas. Yeah. And now yeah. we're making fun of me for my Star Trek reference. <laughs> um, yeah. So is that it? I think that's all for today. All right. Well, folks, um, please consider getting toys for your chickens. They'll love you. It's so much fun to watch them play with them. You can make your own or buy them mm-hmm. or both. Mm-hmm. And your chickens will love you for it and be more productive, healthy, and happy. We'd like to thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people find the show and lets us know that we're doing a good show that our audience appreciates. We'd like to thank Thomas in Kentucky for leaving us a review. He said it's a great listen and uh, he gave us some other kind words. Uh, We really appreciate that, Thomas in Kentucky. Thank you. And She's Crafty says that the show is fun and informative and likes the chicken cabinet of curiosities thank, thank you, you both crafty and thomas for your five-star reviews um we really appreciate it yes thanks please stop by the website uh twin beaks chicken podcast.com we have um art photos of chickens uh, that's where I write articles about various subjects when I get the time. Uh, you can look at our other podcast episodes. There's a forum there that pretty soon I'm going to force people to start participating <laughs> in. <laughs> Forced forum. No, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, instead of just write essays, I'm going to write forum posts that are essays and then link to them so that when people read it, they're reading it at the forum. And I think that'll encourage, I'm really hoping that that will encourage conversation because there's a lot of chicken wisdom out there that's not mine and I want it all badly. (laughs) So this is my, you know, no, seriously, it's it's good for us all to get together and trade things together. You could save a chicken's life. Mm-hmm, you could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great to have a big forum that's just like a compendium if of if this happens to your chicken, it might be this? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be useful? Mm-hmm. We yeah. could totally make that happen, this audience. We There's make, plenty of I people mean, listening. Anything could happen on the forum. Anything could happen on the forum. No, why limit ourselves? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yes. I'm just getting please, old. Please. <laughs> <laughs> You're never too old to be unreasonable. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, Grandma? Um, yes, son. <laughs> no, no, my grandma. Yes. She listens to the show. I'm asking her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, please stop by. Visit the website. And uh, you can also get in touch with us through there, which uh, if you want to send us pictures of your chickens. I love pictures of people's chickens. Send pictures to Amber of you like and you're hugging your chicken in defiance of the CDC yeah. because she misses her favorite hen. Yeah. And she'd it really like send, send pictures of yourself squeezing a chicken to Amber. <laughs> um, you, and you can do that through the website or you can get on Facebook. And on Facebook, we have two well we have a page and we have a group the page is called twin beaks chicken podcast and that's where we post the episodes of the show if you want to find them there and articles and 
other stuff when Amber gets to it. The particularly exciting page is the group page, though, and that's called Twin Beaks Chicken Church. Mm-hmm. And you can post things there. Mm-hmm. You can post that's pictures of yourself of hugging your chicken in defiance of the CDC. <laughs> chicken hugging anarchy. Yeah, revolt. And you can post that on that Woo! page there. Um, you could ask us questions there. You could... Mm-hmm. Share articles. Um, yeah. And we do the same. Yeah, um, yeah. I find a lot of things, for instance, on YouTube that when I'm looking for funny stuff to put on the show at the end that I can't put on uh, the show because it's very visual. So if it's particularly good, that's where I throw it. <laughs> and it's a really it's a real shame because I have to reject some pretty funny yeah. and strange. There's some good stuff. Stuff. That's that, very visual. Yeah. Yeah, so that all ends up there. So you should go and check it out. Um, All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And tune in next week for another episode of the Twin Beaks Chicken Chicken Podcast. Podcast. See you later. Bye. You know, Amber, when I'm out on the highway on that long haul in my 47 Pontiac hearse, I look up. And I see ghost chickens in the sky. And when I see them up there pecking and scratching around, I think of this song by the fabulous superlatives. Chicken farmer took a walk out on his farm one day. He paused by the coop as he went along his way. When all at once a rotten egg hit him in the eye, it was a sight he dreaded. Ghost chickens in the sky. Chickens in the Chicken farmer since he was 24. Now working for the colonel 30 years or more. Killing all them chickens and sending them to fry. And now they want revenge. Those chickens in the sky. Chickens in the sky.
cheeks were black and shiny and their eyes were blazing red. They didn't have no feathers. These chickens all were dead. They picked that farmer up and he died by the claw. They cooked them extra crispy and they ate them with coleslaw. 